0: Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in in Southern Idaho. I'm Ken Lewis, uh, the director for FCA here, and our guest today is Coach Tim Souza. Tim, it's great to have you on the show today on Heart of the Athlete. Thanks, Kim. Good to be back with you. Folks, uh, Tim is the, the head softball coach at uh, Skyview High School, the Skyview Hawks over in Nampa, and um, 5A program. Tim, how long have you been at Skyview? Uh,
1: second year, last year being the COVID year, so not a lot of uh, softball time, three weeks
0: of the season is all, but uh,
1: it's second year with the with the high school
0: oh that's that's great and uh boy you guys had uh an incredible season this year you end up winning this last weekend uh the 5a state championship in softball congratulations coach thanks thanks yeah it was a quite a quite a wild ride for us well i'm excited to to uh talk with you about that and let our listeners here get a little glimpse of what what, how, what transpired this spring and, and, and into the district tournament and the state tournament. And, but first we want to talk about some things going on with FCA and mm-hmm. then we're, then we're going to talk more softball. And uh, of course, I, I love softball as well. My daughter my youngest daughter played a few years of softball. In fact, I know she, uh, she came to you for a couple winters doing some hitting hitting clinics right. and, uh, and, and uh, that was uh, super beneficial to her. Her uh, performance. And uh, so thank you, Tim. Yeah, you know, it was a, a lot of fun. Her and a couple of her friends. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. some teammates that came yeah. out a few times and yeah, great got some tips. So, but hey, folks, we've got some FCA camps coming up. Here we are. The end of the year is uh end of the school year is, is upon us. And uh, we're at Memorial Day weekend and uh, we're, we're so grateful to, um, you know, be in this country, aren't we, Tim? Yes. And we're grateful for those folks that have gone before us that have fought for freedom, that and we want to remember them. I want to remember my, uh, you know, uh, thank all the folks that are in the military mm-hmm. and uh, and those families that have lost, you know, their family members uh, while, while they were in serving our country uh, for freedom. But we, we've got to our first FCA camp for the summer here in Idaho is a FCA wrestling camp next Friday and Saturday, June 4th and 5th. And it's for in uh, all elementary middle school and high school. And we've got a special, um, treat this year with an, and every year we've got some great coaches that come, but this year, uh, Mike Mendoza coach, Mike Mendoza from Colorado Mesa. Some of you might remember that, that name. He was the head coach at Boise state, the head wrestling coach at Boise state and, uh, He had been the head wrestling coach at uh, Cal State Center or Cal State Bakersfield. He uh, ended up getting hired at Boise State, so he went from one Pac-10 program or Pac-12 program to another Pac-12 program because Bakersfield and Boise State were for wrestling were in the Pac-12 with Stanford and Oregon State and Arizona State. Oregon used to have wrestling as well, and Portland State was in there. So he came to Boise State and then ended up. 10 months into, they went almost a whole season, almost a whole year. They, they, did, they did get one season. But uh, the president of the university there decided to cancel wrestling. So um, I know the wrestling community is really bummed about that. But um, Mike, just being the man of God that he is, just handled that with just such class and um, ended up getting a, a, a JUCO a junior college job in Colorado and then now is at uh, Division two Colorado Mesa. So we're having him back and it's going to be uh, just a, a great time on Friday night, uh, June 4th from six to nine there at Meridian High and then all day Saturday from nine to four. So, folks, if you have wrestlers, uh, get them signed up for that. It's going to be a great camp and you can get more information at fcidaho.org. And then two weeks after that, June 14th through the 17th at Napa Christian over in Nampa, we're having a baseball camp and uh, Sean Rooney. Uh, I know Tim, you know, Sean, uh, Sean played for the Washington nationals and their system. And, uh, he's, uh, been doing a lot of baseball ministry since he came on staff with SCA here in Idaho. And, uh, he'll be leading that camp with many great baseball coaches. Um, they gathered just a, a great collection of folks last year. And, um, they had like 75 kids at that camp mm-hmm. last year. And that's just uh, element, uh, uh, elementary. So ages six through, um, or eight through 12 year olds, actually. And that's at Napa Christian. And you can get more info at saidaho.org. And then, um, at the end of the month, June 28th through July 2nd, we have our Northwest FC Sports Camp. And Tim, you've been coming to this camp for quite some time, haven't you? Yes, yep, In Like 13 years, I believe. 13 years. We, we, were, we were talking earlier, we're thinking it was last, the first one year was 2008 or 2009? was it one of those yeah 2008 2008 and that was when the camp was held over at uh, pacific university there in forest grove oregon and uh, uh i remember you were driving vans and suburbans over to or suvs over hauling kids from idaho to camp in oregon and uh so thanks again for doing that and you've been running our, our softball uh, portion of camp as well as our speed jelly quickness workout in the morning and um what about for you? And I, I know I've asked this question in the past, but what what about for you? Is, is why do you keep coming back? Thirteen years coming back to FCA camp. What is it that God does in you for you to continue being part of this? Yeah, for me, Ken, it, it
1: all it's all about just reconnecting with so many great coaches um, to begin with. And that's the foundation. I spoke to that before. The foundation of this camp is those who gather to impact kids' lives. And when you're all like-minded in that in that way, and you can come together for the amount of time we're able to come together and, and be able to work in the format of what FCA does to create the environment for kids to come and experience the word, experience being open to maybe hearing the word in a different way. Maybe it's the first time. There's just so many different places these uh, campers come from. Not only the campers, yeah. but the huddle leaders. Um, and then all of us as adults, every year a different season of life, a different year of life brings us back and gathers us, and we're we're experiencing life differently than we did the year before. A lot of times, yeah. sometimes there's more impact than others, depending on what we're what we're experiencing. And just to have that fellowship with those mm-hmm. that you feel comfortable with, that you trust, that you yeah. build relationships with. It's just very empowering as a coach to be able to gather again. And sometimes you're the one that's serving others. And sometimes we're, we're being served just depending on where you're at. So just, it's so energizing and just really look forward to that. It's it's really one of the highlights of the year for me to to be able to engage and be impactful in whatever Mm -hmm. place uh, that that it's needed, whatever I'm coaching, swimming. That one year, yeah, seven just, or swimming or with swimming, yeah, right. swimming or baseball or wherever it is. And yeah. I'm just going to he's got to check. So it's just, it's just being a servant and being open-minded to where the Lord wants to lead those efforts.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, Tim, as you're talking there, it just, it really, it really reminds me of like for our coaches and our college athletes to come and serve these junior high and high school athletes. It, it's like a mission trip. It's like mm-hmm. you're coming to serve and going on a mission trip. It happens to be a people group of kids, of junior high, high school athletes that might have their eyes maybe focused too much on sports. Mm-hmm. And so it's an opportunity to, to point them really more to Jesus and the creator of sports. And um, and so, like, like you said, I mean, we, we try to make this the best spiritual church camp based on Jesus and, and the word of God, as well as the, the best sport camp that we can put together as well. Don't we? Right. Right. And it's, it's, it's fun. It's a challenge and trying to continue to recruit coaches to be here. And because they give so much during, you know, in their own programs at their own schools, you know, during the year to their own athletes. And then, and that's the cool thing. Many of these coaches are coming, pouring into kids that they're not going to see any physical or, you know, athletic returns on, because oftentimes they're maybe not kids from their program. They're, these are kids from all over. And, um, and uh, so anyway, that's exciting. Um, I know we, like you mentioned earlier too, you know, these athletes, you know, it's tough being a kid these days. There's right. a lot going on. A lot of pressures that weren't, that we didn't have growing mm-hmm. up. Um, and um, I know as a parent, what, 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 what would you see the benefit of having your son or daughter come to this camp? If, a, if a parent's out there trying to make a choice on, on camps. And of course we, we we really want these kids, if they go to a church to go to their own summer church camp, but if they can have the time as well to come to FCA camp, why would you, what would be your advice to a parent about if they're considering possibly sending the kid to FCA camp?
1: Yeah. Uh, that's a great question, Ken. I think, uh, you know, as I reflect on, on how you're forming that up, you know, VBCs very popular with the churches. Um, sometimes they go to the weekend camps up at a lake, something of that sort. Mm-hmm. What I what I feel is so impactful with FCA is the structure that FCA has with the camp. And as it progresses, you get in there, there's a ton of energy and, and just those building blocks mm-hmm. that are used in the format of the lesson plans that are mm-hmm. given in the Bibles, the worship. Mm -hmm. the structure to the huddle leaders pouring into their lives, the amount of time that those kids get to spend with those huddle leaders, those college athletes, let alone the, uh, the coach leaders. um, It's just that peer to peer, you know, where they're with their huddles all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bond that is built from day one to day five is just amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And I think it's just that structure that the FCA has really, got, got a, a good handle on that provides those kids uh, you know when they're open to it just continue to build and build yeah. and build on that camp and yeah. not only spiritually but athletically as well um, they're always eating together they're doing uh, morning devotionals evening mm-hmm. um, yeah it is hands down the best camp uh, that I've seen sent my kids to uh, experienced um, in so many ways especially as a as a as a camper that's open to to athletics, right.
0: that's cool. Well, folks, um, if uh, the kids that come to FCA camps, they'll get an FCA athlete study Bible, um, and uh, that Bible is a it's a tremendous study Bible. There's over five hundred different Bible studies and devotionals in there, with many other um, uh, Bible study helps and footnotes, and um, so it's a great resource. We've got like 16 different sports this year. Uh, and some of those are girls and guys sports. So I guess if you counted that, it'd be, we'd probably be like a 22 or something like that. But anyway, we're adding motocross and mountain biking. We're hoping to get enough in mountain biking this year to offer that. And uh, so we're excited about that. So if you're interested, folks, fcaidaho.org, you can get more information there. And then um, real quick, uh, our, our, our theme this year for all of our camps and our theme for the year is Pursue Truth pursue God's truth. And um, there's a lot of voices out there. There's a lot of a lot of challenges in, in what people are saying, what's on media, uh, social media, uh, the news. But we at FCA are pointing ourselves, our staff, myself, and then our coaches and our athlete leaders and our athletes back to pursue God's truth through prayer, through reading God's word. And that's the that's the truth that we need to be going after. And that's what they're going to get at these camps. And so we're excited about that. And one other thing I wanted to mention too, is we, we haven't, we have speakers each night, don't we? Right. Right. Every year we try to get a different collection of, you know, uh, have athletic background to some degree. And so, our speaker on Monday night is a, is a gentleman by the name of Isaac Butts. He's involved in ministry there in the Tri-Cities, Washington area. and But he was a former vandal, former University of Idaho football player. So we're excited about having him back in the state of Idaho. He's going to speak to our athletes. He's a very dynamic speaker. And then Tuesday night, we've got a youth pastor, also from the Tri-Cities, Russ Fallett, who will be speaking on Tuesday night. And then Wednesday night, we have Trey Kennard. Trey's a former uh, pro motor cross um, racer and rider. He was uh, sponsored by fly racing here out of Boise and uh, shout out to Craig shoemaker and Western power sports. We appreciate uh, his help and support of an adding motocross this year and also helping us get Trey out. So Trey will be speaking on Wednesday night. That's going to be a special treat as well. Yes. Every night is going to be great because we're the Lord's going to be speaking through these guys. And then on uh, last night, on Thursday night, uh, their July 1st, Ben boast. He was a, uh, uh, he was actually on staff with SCA golf for a while, but he, going back for him, he golfed at UCLA. Mm-hmm. He's a Pac-12, Pac-10 golfer, and um, he was a, PGA, a professional golfer as well after his days at UCLA, and uh, just an incredible communicator and just speaks on life and mission, and so we're excited about having Ben um, at camp speaking on, on the last night. So, and then our last camp, folks, that we have this summer is uh a, a golf camp over at Scotch Pines there. And um, it's at the golf course in Payette. Uh, we're, we're excited about having a golf camp over in the West end of the Treasure Valley this year. And so we're excited about that. And then uh, Ryan Seals is the one that's going to be directing that over there. And so folks, if you're interested in any of those camps, you can get all the information and get signed up there at fcaidaho.org. Uh, well, folks, again, we're visiting with Tim Souza, head softball coach at Skyview High School over in Nampa. And, um, Tim, you guys had a, a very unique year coming out of COVID last year. How many games did you guys have last year prior to the shutdown? Four games. Four one, games. Week.
1: one week. We had four one games week. in first week. Oh, right. wow. Yeah. Three weeks of the season, four games.
0: And you guys are in the 5A division.
1: Third year in five A. Yes, but one of the 4A.
0: smaller schools in the five A, of course, because you just got in there.
1: Yeah, yeah smaller um, as, as of we'd be about middle of the pack, even in four A right now. And Skyview actually after next year. So next year we'll play five A again, and then the following year we'll be back down to four A because our wow. numbers are about eleven, just one oh. hundred and fifty or so. so. Mm-hmm.
0: You guys didn't have enough girls come out to even have a JV team. Correct. And you ended up with about 11 girls to play. Correct. And you guys go and win the state title and Correct. upset some teams, beat some teams that maybe you weren't supposed to beat, but you did. Tell us a little bit about this season and how, how things transpired and just just amazing story. I don't know you, you've, you won a state title when you were the head softball coach over there at Mountain View back mm-hmm. in 2014. 2014. 2014. And, and uh, had an amazing run the years you were there as well, but um, take us back a little bit about this season and, and what made the season special for you. And how, what did the Lord teach you through that as you, as you're thinking about this?
1: Mm-hmm. The things that I think about most, Ken, is, is just like camp. You know, it's just transformational. Every year is transformational. You know, when you see those kids come to camp, you see the transformation, even the college huddle leaders, the coaches, even uh, some degree, it's just very transformative. This year was was uh, a year like no other. Of course, haven't come off of a, a pandemic and, and the year that we experienced last year with COVID. So uh, that alone was an interesting dynamic. Just beginning of the year and kids being willing to come out. Um, you know, kids that were uh, isolated from you know sports and friends and socializing. It was just an interesting start to the year, just from that standpoint alone. Seeing how kids are going to come out and, and get back into uh, their normal um, routines. You know, being a student athlete, and of course, school was just online and then part time. And, and so, just <laughs> so the transform- challenges. Yes, the transformation of school alone was, was challenging for them. So, a, a lot of my focus was just loving on those kids, creating an environment to where they felt comfortable, not trying to force anything on them that would make them uncomfortable, and just really letting them transition into all of those new elements of going to school, being a student athlete, getting back into whatever environment we are going to be able to get into, whether we were wearing masks, not wearing masks, and dugouts, and so on. So a lot of different rules to play by as we got going this year. And then a lot of kids, uh, for whatever reason, uh, just weren't interested in coming out, sticking with the program. Uh, ended up by the Monday after tryouts, having just 15 girls total in the program, trying to figure out how we're going to make – uh, it worked to try to create a JV team if we can go and get some kids from other athletics or whatever we could do. Um, but it lasted a couple of weeks and we figured out, yeah, we're just not going to be go there. So we just had to figure out what made sense for our varsity roster and mm-hmm. who was still around and came to be about 13 girls and 14 girls and a couple others dropped off for different reasons and mm-hmm. had another one come on and then another one fall off. And, yeah, so yeah. by the end of the year, about half, second half of the year, we, we were at 11 on our roster wow. that we were able to play.
0: So you guys, um, yeah, a lot of challenges coming out of the last year and mm-hmm. then hitting into this year. And then going into the district tournament, what seed were you at the district tournament?
1: We ended up five, five seed um, in the district tournament. Um, so we went through that and won a game, lost a game, uh, and then lost a couple. And we ended up going into a playing game so the play-in game was the last game of the district tournament, and if you win that playing game, it's an elimination game. If you win, you get to go play the play-in game to the state tournament to get the last seed into the state tournament, and we'd be playing a team up north. So we won the game against Bora. They uh, had, had a really good pitcher. Real good, good pitcher, Bora. yeah. Yeah, Miracle was great. And, um, yeah, we had a good day with her, and uh, with that game, our kids stepped up. And then I got into the next game, which is the playing game, a um, day later, against Lake City. Oh, where, so it was the next day? Uh, actually, we played Thursday, got Friday off, and then traveled on Saturday. Wow. So we had one day to, to get ready to go. So and we traveled up to Cottonwood. Cottonwood, above Grangeville. Uh, Perry High School up there was the, was the uh, location for that playing game. And got up there, and sure enough, um, boy, our girls were ready to go. But the interesting dynamic to that was it was prom. Well, that was prom. It was prom, yeah. So we had to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was prom night. So they were already a little discouraged. We had seven girls that were going. Uh, a little discouraged they going to miss some daytime um, activities and things, and that we'd be getting back already about an hour into the prom uh, if we got back on uh, schedule. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, then to got of The girls, though, they brought, we had a charter bus and had a lot of outlets and things on it, uh, <laughs> and we were a traveling salon for those girls. They brought their dresses, got they brought their hair their their manners, they brought their nails, makeup. And makeup stylist on there, hairstylist. Mm. Uh, they were all it was, it was cool. It was, it was really nice wow. to see those kids gather together and support those girls, and everybody played a part. So, we had uh, 11 girls get on with uniforms, and about seven girls get off in prom dresses by the time we got back. Wow. So, but we won that game. And
0: but there was a lot of energy on that bus a lot coming of home, yeah. I mean, you guys being the five seed in the district tournament, yeah, and then now you're beat, you know, just beat Lake City, which has had a tough. They've had some good, good softball a good team. program up there Absolutely. in the five A's from Coeur d'Alene. So now you're heading back. Girls are going to prom. And then you enter the state tournament yes. uh, last weekend. Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and how that went. We've got about three or four minutes left here. Sure.
1: Yeah, we got off, uh, we just transitioned to prom. We had, we had a quick cheer, took a picture, get on the bus, here we
0: go, and they're just <laughs>
1: ready to go. And, and the bus driver said, hey, we got one of the fastest buses in our fleet, and I'm not afraid to get us going. So get on board <laughs> and we're gonna get here as quickly as we can so you can enjoy that prom. And from then on, the energy just changed, the energy changed. I mean, we, were, we, were, we knew we were a good team. Have good girls, and they were buying into some things that we were talking about to to help motivate them and get them to play at the level they were capable of playing at and just become a team, you know. Mm -hmm. We really just kind of flipped that switch when we got into state and turned our focus to not so much uh, playing at the level we were, but, you know, kind of getting the idea, how do we want to play at the next level? Mm -hmm. That was the challenge to them. Their, Their ability was there with the bats. Pitching was good, playing defense. But we just wanted that sense of maturity and energy that is necessary and required at the next level. And that's really what we challenge them to do. We, we talked mm-hmm. about leveling up all year. Level up, level up was one of our uh, models. So uh, that was it. Hey, play like you want to play when you're in college. Mm-hmm. Take your state tournament this year. You're going to experience the state tournament uh, once this year. And you don't know if you'll experience it again. So you got to take advantage every time you're there and just level up. And, and boy, they did and am wow. so proud of them. And you know, we had Rocky the first game.
0: How did you guys do against Rocky in the season? uh, last
1: three. So, uh, first game, we played very competitive game, lost by one run in next year innings. And then actually ten run us the next two times. Um, <laughs> yeah, for different, different reasons during the game, but we always felt that we were a good team that we could play with them. But boy, you know, you, any game you get away from you, especially as good a team as Rocky was, you know, Mountain View solid, Eagles solid, um, uh, just a lot of solid teams this year. Um, and Timberline, you know, Amber is uh, in, the, in the circle. they are great teams, great competition. Five A. You know, you just never know. But yeah, any team can get you at any day and make a ten run you if you're not on your game. So, so you to lost
0: us. to Rocky three times in the season, ten run twice. Yes, you meet him in the first round of state tournament. Yes, for one seed, eight seed. Yes, yeah. And, and how did that go?
1: And and we we, we got him ten seven. Uh, great wow. game, very competitive game. Great five wow. A state state tournament game um everything you want and and from there when they uh got that sense of yeah yeah we can do this this is what we thought we could do and then we did it and they understood what it took to do it wow and then they just wrote it out and then we had eagle um got eagle on a down game and uh and got them and then took us to mountain view and then uh, the tournament was at mountain view. We mm-hmm. were scheduled. But then it got rained out. They couldn't get the fields prepped to, to sustain the rain for the day. And so it went back to Skyview Park. <laughs> and so where the foray was your there. home played field. field. <laughs> home field, yeah. And so we played uh Skyview Park the rest of the tournament for Saturday. Got all the games in. They did a great job over there. John Berkey and uh did a great job. And Ann our athletic director, did an awesome job. Um and then we just showed up ready to play. Mm-hmm. And so we had Mountain View the first game, played a great competitive game against them, twelve ten, um against the old well, coaching staff with Ed Dralta, and then a couple of girls I got to coach, Destiny Turner and Kylie Orr when I was at Mountain View and at NNU. Um, she was on the coaching staff, so that was just a wow. fun environment to be in. Yeah. You hate coaching against people that you have relationships like <laughs> with, but it's part of the game. You know? Right. Um, yeah. And then we saw Rocky again. Rocky came back to the loser's bracket, and we got them in that last game, and they had to beat us twice. Wow. And we ended up getting them 14-8. Um, in the first game to, to finish it.
0: Wow so, amazing yeah line. the
1: confidence the confidence level in our girls wow. and the energy they just kept rising and rising and it was just fun to watch and as I go back and watch some clips and watch things and experience it different than just being focused as a manager of the team um, boy, boy what a blast it was for people to watch that I'm sure so
0: Wow. how exciting Tim I know you um, you were a humble guy you serve the lord and uh so congratulations i mean i know you give all the credit back to to the lord and to these girls even yeah. your athletes yeah. um, and their families yeah, yeah. and, and everybody
1: else that invests into their time right. club coaches hitting coaches all of them yeah absolutely
0: yeah oh yeah i mean these kids these girls they play a lot of club don't they, they do. before, yeah. by the time yeah. they get to high school and yeah it's a win for so everybody there's a lot of great coaches mm-hmm. that have poured into these these girls in Skyview mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and also their parents, right? Oh I my mean, gosh, yes. the parents, uh, their love, their care, their direction. And then also all that time that they've put into this as well, into their daughters and as well as these girls too. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was a great win for, for all those reasons. And the the seed, the underdog, if you will, we didn't see ourselves that much of the underdog, but, um, yeah, it just made a great story. And for our school, boy just to get involved in the school, yeah. and to build a relationship with the school, being the new, Person in the school working there and as a coach it's just it's nice to see a school be able to kind yeah, of get open that that's school great for skyview yeah yeah yep. so love that well, praise god
0: well tim thanks so much for taking time to be on heart of the athlete today and it's fun to hear not only the story of what happened this season with the softball team at skyview high school those ladies but also just your involvement with fca camp and we appreciate it so much appreciate your friendship yeah thanks for the times we to get together and um and folks if you're interested in getting more involved with fca here in idaho fcaidaho.org uh you can get all the information there um you get our contact info you can contact us if you've got questions about any of the camps that tim and i talked about reach out to us we'd love to get back with you and answer any of your questions and, well tim thanks again for being on heart of the athlete thanks for listening today